This CosmicReality.com presentation is sponsored by MysticalWares.com. Welcome to Dolly Reads for You with Dolly Howard, a production of Cosmic Reality Radio. Good afternoon and good evening, everyone. You're listening to Dolly Shares, coming to you from Dolly World. I'm recording this to be aired for the first time on Wednesday, January 15, 2020. Nancy Hopkins is the producer, and I'm Dolly Howard. Um... I don't have a whole lot to talk about today, so we'll see what happens. I know that the angels and Dave and the posse are here with me. (laughs) I'm needing some extra strengths today. And they always come in when I need help. Bless them, bless them, bless them. Thank you, y'all. The angel card that they had me they're having me read is Archangel Remliel Spiritual Awakening Archangel Remliel is here to help you awaken to your soul's path and purpose trust that as you read these words you are awakening that your human consciousness is becoming aware of your soul consciousness. Remliel stands directly behind you, pouring their love and light in and through your energy field, helping to bring balance to your energy field as you open to this new spiritual awakening. And Remliel says, Dear one, see your awakening as a beautiful flower opening one petal at a time. Give thanks to Remliel for their assistance in your awakening. Thank you, Archangel Remliel. Thank you, all the other angels, for loving us and helping us. Thank you, thank you. Now, let me see, what else do I usually do here? Oh no, maybe this is where I just start talking. Um, the speaking of spiritual awakenings, I did all the all the things for the uh, the Urulu mountain or ceremony in Australia. Um, I did the the things that they said you should say and I thought about them at the right time and I sent energies that direction and um, and I was waiting and waiting and waiting <coughs> the day afterward to see if I felt any different, to see if I uh, saw anything different. And, but I didn't. And Nancy asked me, I think it was last night or Saturday night maybe. What was last night? I don't even know what today is. Oh, this is Wednesday, yes. Okay, so Anyway, Nancy asked me, uh, did you feel any different after that Uluru stuff? And I told her, no, I didn't. And so we chatted about it for a few minutes, and 
we're thinking maybe we've already gone through all those awakening steps, like the ones that I read to you last week. All those steps. I, I know as I was reading them, I kept thinking to myself, Oh, well, I've, I've already experienced that. And I've experienced that. And I got like three quarters of the way through and I thought, oh my gosh, am I just being egotistical and saying I experienced it? But I really did experience it. And so I thought, no, if I denied I experienced it, then I'd be lying to myself. So I think I already experienced those things. And that's a good thing, because it wasn't pleasant going through some of the steps. And uh, I want to share that with you all, because I'm thinking, maybe some of you out there have already experienced those things too. And uh, maybe some of you are going through the steps. You've, you've gone through several of them. Uh, most of them, and you're wondering, geez, am I really to this point? And yes, you are. Uh, you are. Wherever you feel that you are in that awakening thing, you are there. Um, so don't get concerned about it and wonder, gosh, am I going crazy or am I really, have I done this? <laughs> Am I doing this? Am I already in the process? Or, uh, yeah, if you feel, if whatever you feel is where you are. So uh, don't fuss over that part. If you have already gone through it, or you're in the process of going through it, um, you have a job to do. You and me, I need to help the ones who will be going through it and those who are going through it as they go through the steps. We're, we need to help each other to do this. So we have a job now. We recognize these signs. We some of us have gone through them. Some of us are in the process. Those are the ones who have the job of helping the others. Uh, you know how crazy you felt when you first started realizing what in the world is going on in this world. Remember thinking that? Oh, jeez, I do. <laughs> I really do. See, I think I started this back when I went in search of answers, and I found Dave. And he helped me. He's still helping me. Because once you go through it, it's not like, okay, I'm already done. I'm all done. I don't need to fuss about this anymore. Well, you know, sometimes you may have to refresh your memory on different steps in there, but that's okay, as long as you realize it, if you have to, as long as you realize it, that, oh, oh, oh I need to take a step back and do this again. So I've already read the steps to you. If you go back and listen to the Dolly Shares, um, what number is it? Let me look this up, okay? Hold on. It, it was a number 66, shifting from carbon base to crystalline structure, avatar. So you can go back and listen to that one. That's got a date of January 1st, 2020. <laughs> can you believe that we are in 2020? Good heavens. Good heavens, here we are, 2020. Wow. Well, we're progressing spiritually. Um, don't let 
please don't let the the current events in the swamp activities drag you down. Uh, when you look at that, don't don't get depressed. Don't throw your hands up in the air and say, I can't do anything. Well, what you can do is pray about it. Go to the greenhouse I talked to you about before. Go to that greenhouse where you can share energies with other beings who go there to share, put their energies all out that goes through that roof and, and goes out to the diverse the different places where your specific energies need to go in the world, in the universe. Go there and give energies. And, and that's how you can participate in uh, helping with this swamp beings and the swamp. Um, there... They're being worked on, and they're scared as heck right now, y'all. That's why you see them doing all the crazy things they're doing. You hear them say the crazy things they say. I know I hear it, and I think, what? Where would they come up with that? Well, this morning I heard that they're back on Russia. Trump and Russia. They just... It's been proven to us Russia has nothing to do with Trump's stuff. Trump is not collaborating with Russia. Oh, for goodness sake. Not in bad things. And Oh, my gosh. And I also heard... Um, how was that? Something about the impeachment papers, and they were holding on to him. Because uh, they wanted more something to do about uh, Trump is going to cheat in the elections. Well, they said that's why they had to hurry the papers over at one point. They had to hurry him over because he was going to cheat in the elections. And then they were holding on to him because he was going to cheat in the elections. Well... They can't make up their minds. They know everything they did was a lie, and so they're trying to—they're trying hard to cover their behinds. But the more you listen to them, the crazier they sound. At least in Dolly World. So I don't listen to them so much anymore. Because they were actually, uh, I was allowing them to affect me so much that uh, I was going to put myself in the grave. By getting so upset over them, I couldn't breathe. I'd have chest pains. It, it was bad what I was doing to myself, so I had to stop it. And I did, with help from the angels and the posse and Dave. I did stop, and now I look at it, and, and I hear what they say, but I don't listen very often. I think, well, I'm going to listen to this, and I hear a few words come out of their mouths, <laughs> and I click it off. I just, I don't need that crap in Dolly World. <laughs> I just want to send out the good stuff. So, uh... I wanted to share that with you all. Please, um, if you have already gone through the steps that we talked about, the last Dolly shares, it's, you really have. If you feel you have, you have. And don't, don't think you're crazy about that. Now you have a job. And if you're going through, now you all have a job to help the others coming up so there you have that now I had I had trouble 
with my uh, <coughs> with the recorder that I was using. I got a free recorder online and I've been using that and I think its name was free recorder but anyway I was in the I was recording or thought I was recording uh, Dolly reads for you on Monday because I wanted to get it over to Nancy before Wednesday and so here I did four hours of work on it. It's a two-hour show, but I have to take a lot of pauses, breaks, because that's where stage I'm at right now. I need breaks, frequent breaks. So that's why I'm pre-recording my shows, except for the ones with Walt and Say What. Um, so I got all done, and... I, and I pulled it up. I kept checking to make sure it was saying recording. And it was. And so I pulled it up to listen to it. Because I always listen to it. Uh, through. I, I start at the beginning for a few minutes and listen. And then I go to the middle and then I go to the end. To make sure that it recorded all the way through. Because it gives you time that it recorded two hours and, and, and 20 seconds or something like that. It gives you the time that it re supposedly recorded. Well, it didn't record anything. Nada. Zippo. Zero. I had nothing that was recorded. In all that four hours I was working on it, I was so, I almost sat here and cried. And I said, oh my gosh, what did I do wrong, yada, yada, yada. So I messed around with it and I couldn't get it to work right. It would say it was recording, but it wasn't. So I figured, okay, when I was working at, uh, at my f job when I was working in quality and I was a quality administrator um, and the computer stuff would act up we'd call IT and Lenny would always say reboot Dolly reboot I'd say Lenny I already rebooted I need your help he was known as Reboot Lenny. I gave him that nickname. <laughs> so Lenny's word came in my brain. <laughs> and I thought, I'm going to uninstall this program, and then I'll reinstall it. And I have IOBit uninstaller, and it will go deep inside and get everything for the program you're wanting to uninstall and take it out of the computer. So I love that program. So anyway, I used it. <clears throat> and I found it on the internet, so I tried to download it. And it wouldn't download. It took me completely out of the site. And it gave me this message... Uh, I think it was USB backlist. And then underneath it said virus. And so I thought, well, what the heck? Maybe is that why it wasn't recording? And so I tried to go to the site again to see if I could find anything on it wouldn't even open the site so I figured now what you know I asked myself oh my gosh now what I'm not real good anymore when it comes to technical things scientific things mathematics definitely not good there <laughs> 
Never was. So I thought, I, I'm going to try to do this, handle this problem by myself without going to Nancy or Walt. So I did some research on the internet. And, and I pulled up a couple different things. And I would go, they, it would say, top 10 best audio recorders, free ones, of course. I always do the free ones. I'm not made of money. So I'd go for the free ones. And easy ones. I saw a lot of them that were really, like Walt said to me, well, Audacity's a good one. I'd recommend Audacity. I said, I did look at that, Walt. And he was going on telling me what all Audacity does. And I said, that's exactly why I didn't go for Audacity. Because <laughs> it does this and it does that. And you can do this and you can do that. And All I want to do is record be able to pause when I need to rest and and get back to the recording and and that's all I want to do. I don't have to do any adding this or adding that or, or uh, all the things Walt was saying. Oh my gosh. So then he's telling me about this program called But. He and Nancy have But. Colleen had But too. Cracks me up. <laughs> they have a program called Butt. <laughs> okay. It's the butt of some of my jokes. <laughs> so Walt goes on. He's starting to say, well, well, we can load butt on your computer, and here's what this does. Nancy even said, wait, Walt. Well, she can't handle butt. We're not putting butt on her computer. <laughs> Thank God Nancy was there, because Walt thinks he's so smart. He thinks that people should know these simple things in his life, things that are simple. In my life, they rate number 10 in the highest of, of compliments complicity <laughs> one out of ten they rate ten and so I was trying to tell him well I finally after doing this research stuff it took me most of the day Tuesday I ran across this program called Moo Zero Audio Recorder and it's free and it's simple. It can get a little complicated if I want it to, but no, no, no. I don't want it to. So, um, I opened it up and, and, and it gives you where you can put the folder name you want, and, or you can browse and look what, what folder you want to put the file in. Gives you the voice file name. Oh, hey, it gives me the file name. I can even type that in. See, I just found this out, y'all. Oh, boy, I'm excited. <laughs> I'll be doing that. And it's a, a dot, dot .mp3. They're two separate. File name is in one box, and then it has a dot, and then it has another rectangle. They're rectangles, and it has MP3, so it does what it does. It saves the file for you. And then it has this thing that you can open. I don't know what that is. I'm not touching it right now. And it has this box, and beside it it says, Cut Silence. I have no clue what that means. So you know I'm not going to be going anywhere near that box. And then it has a box where it says overwrite. No clue on that box either. Absolutely none. And then it has a box where you can uh, choose uh, 
it has a down arrow and it's got three choices you can um, I'm gonna try to hit it any PC sound any PC sound and microphone or only microphone so I chose only microphone so it records from only my microphone and then it has a rectangle with a drop-down box uh, that says boost for the sound and you can choose any percentage of sound boost you want but I will I don't know how to work that either so I'm not touching it but anyway to me it's very simple and at the bottom it has uh, three rectangles boxes one where you can uh, it has an arrow in it right now I don't know what else it has in it but it has the big long rectangle box where you can hit uh, record or stop and then next to that is the box that says pause this is as complicated as I can get in recorders and so I loaded it I downloaded it oh that was an act that took an act of God downloading that sucker getting to where I could find the place where I could download it it took me forever because I I would hit the place that says you can download it here and then go there and it couldn't well anyway I finally found the place and I bookmarked it so I don't have to go through that anymore in case I need it for some reason or in case any of you all say hey Dolly will you give me the link to where I can download that I will be able to give you that link <laughs> and you don't have to go through what I did uh, and so I'm thinking the reason I really settled on the moo was because I love cows. I love cows. And goats. Oh my gosh, I go nuts over goats. I love them. Um, when I was growing up in Markle, uh, I'd stay at our friend's house a lot. <laughs> like three quarters of the time. Well, because I was over there so much, Mary, the mother, and Vaughn, the father, and then they had five boys. Well, anyway, I was assigned chores. One of them was uh, that frickin' hen house, gathering eggs. I hated doing that. You had to, I had to go in the chicken coop, and the hens all had their separate roosts and they all were assigned to a certain roost and they knew what one was theirs there was this one queen hen royal bitch of the hen house she didn't want me taking her eggs which I don't blame her I didn't blame her. She wanted to keep her eggs. You stay away from my eggs. But she pecked my arms so bad. I always, always had these marks on my arms. Even though Mary and I, Mary worked on devising this thing I could put over my hand and my arm that would keep her from, uh, keep it from hurting so bad when she pecked me. <laughs> But I always had to gather her eggs. That was part of my chore. So I'd go out and gather eggs. And then that was after I had to go in the barn. And uh, I would feed the cows. They put the cows in a stall. In, and it opens so they can put their head in it. And, and it closes when their head's in so that they don't back out before they've been milked um so i'd be in the front of them there's a trough that goes down the whole line of stalls 
So I'd go down and give each cow their feed. And um, when I'd get done doing that, if they needed help on the milking part, I would go and wash the cow's udders and teats. Because you got to wash them before you milk them. So Vaughn's trying to teach me how to milk the cow by hand. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And he makes it look easy, of course. So he'd get me set up. I have a hair in my mouth. There, I got it. He'd get me all set up on the stool and and uh, the pail underneath, and, and he'd put his hand o fingers over mine, and there, I got another hair in my mouth. Jeez. And so uh, he'd squeeze it at the top and pull down, squeeze that top and pull down, and there'd milk come out. So he'd say, okay, you do it by yourself. So I'd do exactly what he t was doing, with my fingers, and I didn't even get one drop. I was so, so upset. So Vaughn's laughing and laughing. The boys are laughing at me. <laughs> she can't even milk a cow. So I would be assigned to putting the, uh, they have, I don't know if they have them these days. But back then, they had these milkers. The electricity was all hooked up above you. And so, they had these uh, metal-like uh, things that would hold the milk. But they, on the top, it had a lid with, with the different tubes that you would attach to the cow's teats, and then the machine would, you would turn it on, and it would melt the cow, and the milk would go inside the basin part of it, and so they would let me do that. Okay, you use the milker, and so I'd, I'd do that after I washed them, of course, but I was never able to, I wasn't strong enough to uh, carry the thing the milk container thing. So the boys would come behind me and take that and pour it in the big vat. And so, anyway, I loved those cows, especially certain of them. Cows have personalities. They each have their own personalities, just like people. There there were some of them that were real pain in the butts, ornery, nasty. They'd kick, so you had to watch out for them. There were some that were just, oh, well, do your thing, and I'll get out of here. And there were some that were so adorable. Oh, my gosh, I just hugged their heads, and, and they would moo, and... <laughs> I just, I was in love with the cows. So I didn't mind doing the milking twice a day when I was at their house. Because you had to do it early in the morning before you go to school and then do it at nighttime before you eat supper. I think that's why they, they feed. The farmers eat well. Well, they have the food from their fields and and their milk straight from the cows. We didn't, we drank it straight from the cows. We didn't go through any pasteurization or whatever heck else they do these days. We just drank it straight from the cow. And uh, but one of my other chores, well, yeah, one of them was to help Mary fix the meals. So I'd go in and pour the orange juices for in the breakfast and uh, I uh, crack the eggs or 
peel potatoes. I'd just help her to fix the meals. That was one of my chores. And then when we'd all have these get-togethers, we always, always had homemade ice cream. And we had the ice cream makers that have a crank. You have to crank them. So I'd help Mary get the ice cream ingredients ready, like cocoa for the chocolate and peaches, cut up the peaches for the peach and clean the strawberries for the strawberry. And I'd do that kind of stuff. And then I would have to take turns at the at the crank. <laughs> I got cranky when I had to crank. <laughs> Have you ever sat there and cranked ice cream for hours? I forgot how many hours that they'd have to crank the ice cream. But oh my gosh, that's the best ice cream I ever ate. I remember the first time I tasted it, Mary and Vaughn were standing there and uh watching my face. He said, Here's here's your chocolate ice cream, Dolly. And I thought, Well, this doesn't look like ice cream. It's cold. Oh my gosh, is it cold? Because they put all pack all the ice around the container. And so it was but it looked like it was runny, soft, runny. Not soft like soft ice cream. It's a different consistency. So I took a taste of it. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I thought I'd died and gone to heaven. It was the best ice cream I had ever eaten. And they just, they cracked up. They loved my expressions. They loved my reaction. <laughs> Mary and Vaughn kind of adopted me as their daughter because they didn't have any girls. They wanted a girl so bad. So Mary just kind of took me under her wing, <laughs> which is okay with me. I loved it. I got to go ride the tractor when they were out in the fields, plowing or, or reaping or harvesting or baling hay. I got to ride the tractor with the boys or Mary or Vaughn. And I thought that was lots of fun. So Mary thought, oh man, let's teach Dolly how to drive the tractor, how to plow the field. I thought, oh, this is going to be fun. So she sat me in the seat. <laughs> Bless her heart, she has the patience of Job. I could not do a straight line on that tractor to save my life. <laughs> We had like three lines, and they're long lines. I mean, the farmers have lots of land, and you have to plow it all to get it ready to plant the seed. So, <laughs> I had three, she, three of the long lines, and then she took over again. And then when it came time for harvesting, Vaughn <laughs> came in. And he says, oh my gosh, there's three rows out there that were so hellacious, crooked. I had trouble with the baler. <laughs> Mary started laughing. She said, I was trying to teach Dolly how to plow. <laughs> and Vaughn sat down at the table. And he laughed so hard he was crying. He got his handkerchief out of his pocket and put it on his face. And he was laughing, tears streaming down his face. He said, well, we know she can't do that. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I loved those people. I love so much those people. When we had to move away from Markle and go to South Bend, Indiana, I hated it. It was the most traumatic time in my life. It was very traumatic for me to move away from my grandparents in Toledo. I was born in Toledo. We lived there until I was in the third grade, so 
I saw my grandparents all the time and my cousins and it was a very traumatic move for me but then we moved to Markle and I loved being in Markle farm town farm land well then my dad got transferred again and we had to move to South Bend Indiana I hated it the people at the school treated me awful horrible my mom wouldn't let me shave my legs and I had thick long black hair on my legs so I would wear those knee socks the socks that would come up to your knees and, and I'd try to get them long enough they'd come up past my knees but the kids would make fun of me and I was in the 8th grade and she, the, these other girls had been able to shave their legs for a couple of years so they made fun of me and it was not a good experience so uh, best time growing up in my life was Markle, Indiana. And then they got this guy called Pete Budagui or get the mayor of South Bend currently. I Maybe he quit to run for president. Well, anyway, he really is pathetic. I'm glad he wasn't mayor when I lived there. We lived about two miles from Notre Dame. About three miles from the football field. It's a big campus. Notre Dame's a big campus. And across the highway there, I think it's Highway 31, uh... I think, I can't remember, it's so long ago. It was St. Mary's College. So the boys went to Notre Dame, the girls went to St. Mary's. And they always had panty raids where the boys would sneak on the campus of St. Mary and the girls would give them their underwear and then they'd run back to Notre Dame and so they called that the panty rates. But now, I guess now they have um, girls, females, g going to Notre Dame. Which shouldn't surprise me. I don't know why it does. It's just that, wow, back, back when I was in school, Notre Dame was strictly male. St. Mary's, strictly female. And the twain were not to meet. But they did. They'd sneak out and meet. <laughs> That's life. That's boys and girls growing up. <sighs> oh, but all this story I'm trying to tell you Russell got me a picture when he was here, because he was here for two weeks over Christmas. And he and Annette went out, and they were doing their whatever they were doing out there. Well, they stopped and at a store, and I think it was Coles. I'm not sure. Might have been Home Goods. I don't know what store. Anyway. They come home with this big picture. It's a big one. And it's got a cow head on it. Um, it's all... It, it's 98% the face. And it's got the ears where you can see the ears are coming out the head and they start to flay, get bigger. And it's got the top knot on the top of the head. And the nose is really big accentuated and you can see a little bit of the neck and and it's got these eyes these big eyes and it, and it has the white going down the forehead and in toward the nose 
and the nose is white and the bottom of the mouth is white and it's got some pink on the nose and the nose is really big. I asked Nancy if she could load the picture onto the promo that she does for all the shows for but this one for for Dolly Shears. I don't know if she can cuz I did send her a picture to show her. And she's got this expression on her face. The thing I said to the kids when when they showed me the picture, handed me the picture was, "Oh my gosh, the eyes." And they looked at each other and laughed. We knew it was going to be the eyes, mom. The eyes got the big eyelashes, and they are looking. She's looking at me, saying, "What you doing, Dolly? What's going on?" <laughs> She's so cute. And I hope, I hope you can see the picture of her. She is adorable. I put, I had Russell put her, hang her beside the TV, in my bedroom so that. As I sit here, um, it's straight across from the head of my bed where the, I can see the uh, bell on the hanging on the wall there. I named her Bell. Well, actually, she kind of let me know she why I liked the name Bell because I was saying, "Well, I can name her Bella." And she, oh no, she didn't like Bella. No, no. Her name is Belle, and she likes it, and I like it, too. <laughs> so that's my whole story I was trying to get to to tell you about Belle, and how she's so cute and such a wonderful addition to my life. <clears throat> While I'm talking about Russell, I can tell you. I can update you on his health situation. Uh, he's been through several tests now. Stress tests and uh, EKGs and EEGs and sonogram and CAT scan. And he's been through a whole bunch of tests and so far he's checking out pretty good. They were very concerned about his heart because he has chest pains. He's had them all his life. I've had the doctors check him out all the time when he was growing up because he always had those chest pains. But they can't find out why. So they still don't know why. And they say that his tests come back and say his heart is good. Especially when looking at the family history of heart because my heart is only half working at this point and I went through a lot of heart issues and five bypasses and stints and balloons and all that kind of stuff and Annette just had five stints put in her heart my dad has heart issues he's got a stint in his heart my grandpa Howard, who is my father's father, died of a heart attack. Um, and my grandpa Wright, my mom's father, had heart issues. And so, uh, according to the family heart history, they were very concerned about Russell's heart, but they said they think his heart is doing really good, at least according to all the tests. So that is a wonderful thing. We're all happy about that. But he still, uh, and they had to do all this testing so they can do uh, upper and lower GIs on him because he has diarrhea and it and it won't go away he's always in the bathroom bless his heart so they're trying to find out what is going on there 
So anyway, he's doing pretty good so far in the testing. Uh, and we're happy with it. And uh, that's the update on Russell. Now, I want to see if Dave and Posse and the Angels have anything to contribute to say. Oh, they're all excited that uh, in one of the shows, one of the Dolly Shares, I think it was, yeah, it was number 65 that I did on December 18, 2019, where it says Dave Shares, and they said <coughs> that, uh, Give me a minute. I lost it again. Oh, yeah. They said that this year they are dubbing as the year to learn to love. To learn love. You need to learn how to accept love and to learn how to share your love. Different kinds of love. So this is the year of love that they were telling me about back then. Well, then we heard someone else talking, and they declared this year to be a year of love. Uh, and so that was confirmation on to me on what I was hearing from Dave. And the posse. So I was kind of excited about that. And they are, they're excited that the word is getting out. That this year is a year about love. Even though not a whole lot of... We're not seeing a whole lot of loving things happening Uh right now they're happening if you look you can find it and you're going to be seeing more and more love being shared and expressed and all that so they're pretty happy about that and they say when when you're feeling unloved by a person or by whatever's happening around you Go inside yourself, find these words, you are loved very much. And this is the year where people are going to be learning about love. So stay in your place of love. They want me to remind you of that. And also, I had told you about my trip to the greenhouse where all the energies go through the roof, literally. Uh, people meet, beings meet to share energies and they go through the roof into their different places. Well, when I was telling you about that and when I was going there, next to the greenhouse the color of green I've never seen before and I like it it's very bright I love the brightness there's a yellow house next door to it and uh, Dave said he will take me to the yellow house when he thinks I'm ready for it so I keep asking him am I ready for the yellow house He's taken me up to the door so uh, I can feel the energies from the shimmering of this yellow. I've never seen that color before. It's bright. I love it. When you, when you look at these, the greenhouse and the yellow house, it's like they're shimmering. They're, they're moving. They're vibrating. And so he took me up by the yellow house where I could feel the vibrations coming from the house. But 
I'm not ready to go in there yet. I, I'm listening. Hold on. It's a special house for people who have gone through certain things in their life who can go into that house and handle what that house has to offer. Not everyone can go into that house. Like, well, in the greenhouse, everyone who's good not bad peoples, not bad beings. Good beings and good people can go into the greenhouse and do the energy's work. But not the evil, not bad people, not people with meanness in their hearts, in their souls. Just the good peoples. And the people who have meanness in their hearts and, and are like to do bad, mean things, they can stop doing that and go in the house if they want to. I mean, they can decide, oh, I'd rather be a good person than hurt people, hurt others, cause harm to others, mentally, physically, emotionally. They can turn to good if they want to, and then they can go in the greenhouse. I know I like the feeling in there. I go there quite a bit. But I loved it when... When the car that was pulling me like a kite behind it pulled up in front of the greenhouse for the first time and I could see the, the long walkway up to the front door, Dave came out to greet me. <sighs> I felt so much love. Not just from Dave, but from those from the greenhouse and from the yellow house once I realized, yeah, there's a yellow house next to the greenhouse. There is so much love from those two houses. I hope that you all will go there and, and feel the energies and share your energies. It's a good thing, y'all. It's a good thing. For you and for wherever your love energies end up being. And I want to thank you for doing that. And the angels are saying, and Dave, they're saying thank you so much to those who have traveled to the greenhouse. You're very much appreciated very very much and they're telling me they have turned some away but it's because of what I just explained um, and they wanted to make sure I said once these people decide they don't want to be mean they want to do good things that they can go in the greenhouse and share with all the others who are going there and you can go there 24-7. Somebody asked me, well, is there a certain day or time? Or No, no. You can go there whenever you want to. And they are saying, please do. You're welcome. So um, that's, that's about all the time I have today. I'm glad because I'm pretty worn out right now. But I didn't want to let Nancy down. I said I would do dolly shares. We cut back to once every two weeks. I need to hold up my end of the bargain. So I'm doing it. And plus, I've been told, even though to me, my ramblings... It seemed to be kind of silly. Nothing's. No, I mean, to me, I, really? Would I listen to someone who talks on and on like I do? I don't know. I don't know. I just, I appreciate 
so much those of you who say oh we love to hear you we love to listen to ds i'm so glad you do because i would hate to be doing this for nothing <laughs> and i do like to share even though it's silly things a lot of the time most of the time i like to share and i appreciate that you listen <clears throat> and i appreciate all the comments y'all the comments that are made on the YouTube uh, stations and uh, sites where y'all come and listen to the different shows. I so love what you share in the comments. Really, thank you so much for doing that. And now I ran out of time. I gotta go. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Cosmic Reality Radio. We appreciate your support. Please visit our sponsor at mysticalwares.com for a huge selection of metaphysical products, gifts, candles, incense, and one of the largest Shungite collections available. Cosmic Reality Radio is sponsored by Mystical Wares Online Store, where coupon code SAVE10 will get you 10% off your entire order at mysticalwares.com.